I am back again. This is season one, episode three of Tony's Sacred Garden. And I'm in my feelings tonight. I've been in my feelings, I feel like, for months at a time. And I'm getting to this point where I feel like I'm not giving up on love, but I'm slowly getting to that point where it's like, oh my God, like, is this really what I'm left with? I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, like, oh my God, like, this is really with, like, this is really what I have left to choose from. The selection is sparse. Is ratchet. It's very 2020-ish. Because <laughs> this has been the ghetto ghettoest year I've had so far my whole entirety. Born in nineteen ninety four. So I've seen the beautiful years like from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and like seven to two thousand eight to two thousand like shit was lit. But um oh my god, like I'm mourning for us, black women. I'm mourning for us so bad when it comes to us heterosexual women. (laughs) Because I see, like, a balance in, like, a homosexual relationship with women. Like, they can do their thing. And they can be happy for years and get married. And then that just be what it be. A man can marry a man and that just be what it be. But we suffer as heterosexual women. Oh, my God. (laughs) The ones who want to marry a black man, who want to, like, birth black babies and make our ancestors proud. Oh, my fucking God. This is what we have left to choose from? (sighs) I'm warned for us. Like... When you think about that song, Tupac said, how long will they mourn me? Like, that's exactly how I feel. I mourn for us black women. For every struggle that we have to go through just to get. And not even the abundance of love that we deserve. But my God. (laughs) The bare fucking minimum. And, you know... It's expected for us to take what we can get and keep it moving. We learned that through our our ancestors. We learned that through slavery, through history. But but that I'm breaking I'm breaking all of that shit. Them generational curses and all of those things. They feel like they finna hold me tight because trust me, I got 99 problems with getting decade one. But damn, why can't I get love? Why can't I get, like, the full 360 circle of it? Why I got to get, like, 20% of it? I can't have, like, the whole thing. And it hurts. It breaks my heart every time I sit here and think of, oh, my God, I'm such a good-ass woman. What am I doing wrong? What's wrong with me? I get to questioning myself, but then I got to pick myself up like, baby, 
No, babe, it's not true. Get up. Keep your motherfucking hair high and your chin up in the air. Keep them titties sitting. Keep that skin glowing. Because at the end of the day, these motherfuckers are not going to appreciate it until they've have, they have literally ran down to literally nothing. Bald in the middle of their fucking head. Dick shriveled. Four to five ST, STIs cured back and forth. Like, we not finna do that. I don't want no ran through ass person. I want a, a, a pure-hearted, kind, loving person that's going to love me and be able to create the lifestyle that I want for myself. And that's all that we want as black women is for somebody to sincerely love us. We want to be cuddled. We want to be hugged. We want to be showered with gifts. We want love. We want somebody to big us up and fucking run our baths and cook our meals and prepare like a clean household for us when we work in the fucking 10 to 12 hours a day and fucking running businesses and fucking breastfeeding and being a mom and an entrepreneur and a fucking secret keeper and a healer and a fucking Jehovah Jireh system or clearance type. Like, you cannot continue to settle and I know it's hard, ladies. I do. Because as a woman, like, I'm saying, I'm saying, we can't settle. But we have our needs, too, right? And it's like, oh, what more or how less are we supposed to, fuck, we supposed to keep picking off these little-ass fucking hope trees for somebody to do right by us? And it hurts so bad because there's so many beautiful, single, educated, well-rounded, financially stable on their shit black women that just, they, they lonely. We lonely out here. And it's unfortunate that I'm in this season. So if you don't like what the fuck I'm saying, please exit this podcast because this is where I'm at in my life right now. I am struggling with my love life. And I know I am not the only one. I know damn well I'm not the only one struggling with my love life. <laughs> this ain't for the booed up people. This this so just exit. Like this is not for the booed up people. This is for the people who like literally not looking but waiting patiently for God to drop that seed so we can literally sprout. It is so hard to be a good person, to be a good woman, to be a good mother. And I touch, I, I like, it's crazy because I think about us as black women as a race, right? I see a whole lot of black men with rings on their hands, but I don't see a whole lot of black women with rings on their hands. That shit makes no type of sense to me. And it's crazy because I get to see that shit full force full-handedly, like, I work in a male-dominant business, where literally, I've seen every type of man, from very fucking important to, like, gender-type shit, and I'm not, like, rating these guys on their job position, but I'm saying, like, Secret Service, DC Fire, MPD, Bladensburg Police, like, I've seen it all. D.C. Protective Service, I've seen it all. And 95% of those men have rings on their fingers. 
But when you look at the black women who come in, those women don't have rings on their fingers. I don't have a ring on my sister. I'm not figuring. My sister doesn't have a ring on her fucking finger. Like, my nigga, like, what the fuck will it take <laughs> for women to go extinct and you have little to no fucking choices? Y'all want us to really fucking, like, just turn. Like, do y'all really want us to cross over? Y'all niggas be salty as fuck when we cross over, too. That's what the fuck I don't get, like. It's hard, and I take my hat out to you women with the patience enough to try to wait around. But at this point in my life, fuck that. I feel like I'm going ghost on every motherfucking nigga that I've ever known in my fucking life. They feel like they want to fucking romantically pursue me because at the end of the day, they don't have what it fucking takes. <laughs> point blank, period. I wrote a list down, ladies. Before I go, I wrote a list down of my requirements. And I suggest you do the same. I hung it up right in front of my bed. So when I think about when I wake up in the morning and I and if I'm even somewhere near settling, I look at that list and I'm like, but no, this nigga is not meeting my requirements. He cannot stay. Bye. Fuck out of here. <laughs> right? So I say go get a poster or like go to Michael's or wherever your local Walmart get you a poster, a permanent marker, and write down your fucking requirements for what it is that you want inside of a man. And if you're dating a man or a man is pursuing you or courting you and he's not meeting those requirements, girl, fuck that nigga. Fuck that fuck boy. Stop wasting your energy, sis. You are too kind, beautiful loving, sophisticated, financially stable. You got it going, baby. It's them motherfuckers who don't got it going. And you need a reminder of how fucking fresh you are because these niggas be fucking missing it. It be cold, weird-ass floors out here. Like, they be fucking niggas' lives up and then they be like soft, important, innocent women like us. And we got to take the back burner. And we got to get the last of the last. And, and and we did black sticky shit at the bottom of the fucking barrel. Like, we're not doing that. Like, we top of the fucking notch. Top of the line. The motherfucking dollar. And until these niggas can get in line, hold your pussy, hold your gifts, hold your conversation, hold your energy, hold all that shit. Because at the end of the day, you can't get these niggas your time. If they not ready, they not ready. And you ain't got to get ready with their ass. And you got to force them to get ready. You ain't got to prep them to be a man. Because there's no fucking reason why you should be building a man up to be a man. Like, that shit is whack. I can't do it. I don't suggest you to do it because it's fucking draining. Mentally, physically, and financially. Don't waste your energy. Don't waste your time. Be a boss-ass woman until God is ready to place that person who is ready for you. Trust me, there's a lot of sisters out here who 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 feel how I feel. And that's why I speak freely about how the fuck I feel because it's just the season that I'm in right now. And it's unfortunate. But it's real. And I know I'm not the only person who feel like this. And at the end of the day, oh, well, somebody tell me, oh, you should stop saying the word nigga so much. Look, my little bitch is going to love it because they know where the fuck I'm coming from. There's some real shit. I'm not talking like halfway 50 on that shit. I'm speaking from my heart. I'm born for us as black women. 
my heart breaks every time I see an educated, sophisticated black woman, single and lonely, and with no one to share her fucking shit with and her life with and her and have somebody love her back. So fuck that. Write down your requirement list. I say make the motherfucker 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 motherfucking factors long. 10 facts. What the fuck do you want? I want a nigga to love God. I want him to love his children. If he had kids, I want him to have a good job. I want him to be respectful. I want him to pray. I want him to go to church. I want him to be able to know how to cook. If he don't know how to cook, we open we open-minded. Make your fucking list. Because you have to sit there and think about it. What are you selling for, sis? It is a man. They always say, what one man won't do, another one will. Keep that shit in mind. <sighs> All right, girls. I'm done.